What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 25 of Let's Talk Nerdy Podcast. On this episode, we are talking Fable, Thanksgiving the movie, the day before, and always in mind. Dang, dude, you nailed that. My body's saying let's go, but my heart is saying no. My body. My body. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's- if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. You are now tuned in to the Let's Talk Nerdy Podcast. I love it when you talk nerdy to me. Christina Aguilera, Little Genie in a Bottle. Ah, gotcha. Genie in a Bottle. I could have kept it going, but those are the only lyrics in the song is, is I'm a genie in a bottle. You got to gotcha. rub it the right way. I knew you were totally going to get that. I but, don't know if I actually would have, but I did. But but the reason I bring this up is I want to know, were you team Christina or were you team Brittany? Because I've had For this what? conversation is this week. Is there a week. fight? There's been a fight between them? The, didn't Britney Spears get all mad that Justin Timberlake and Christina Aguilera were on the cover of some magazine and she felt like she should be on it? I have no idea. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I, I see. If, I, if I'm going to answer the question, I, I think I know Britney Spears a little bit more, so I have to be on Team Britney. And she's overcome a lot, so I'm going to be on Team Britney. You're Team Britney? Yeah, okay. why not? Why right. not? All Is right. that fair to I, say? Like, I, it's because I flip-flopped. In Genie in a Bottle era, era I was Team Christina, and then switching over to like, oops, I did it again. I kind of mm-hmm. jumped sides and went Team Britney. But um, yeah, either way, they're both smoke so smoke shows. So no, I suppose thing. you could say that, but well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about all that. All right, <laughs> um, but dude, episode twenty five. We're at a quarter of a century, quarter we- of a hundred quarter of a hundred episodes which is, that is insane. absolutely insane uh and just to be uh, just to be honest remember when we were talking about seven as the make it or break it if we make yep. it past seven so yeah. yeah this is a big milestone for us man yeah, yeah, yeah. super super excited and then uh, just a real quick shout out uh to all you guys for watching and listening to the episodes and and liking and subscribing and sharing and all that stuff we super appreciate it so thank you thank you thank you yeah, it's been it's been really fun. I know we've taken a couple weeks off. I got sick one week, and then I got some stuff going on this last week. But we're back and better than ever to give you guys some of our thoughts on some of the new games coming out. Dave, what have you been doing? What games have you been playing? <sighs> yeah, you you already know what I've been playing, and ladies yeah, and gentlemen, we all know that we all know what Dave's been playing. As ladies you can see in our let's play. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've not checked it out, uh, we are doing a Let's Play series of Lords of the Fallen. It's an amazing game, but uh, but wow, did I did I sign us up for a commitment here, Adam? Uh, this you game, sure we we are on part. Uh, I believe at the time of this filming, we have twenty Let's Plays uh, mm-hmm. live, and I have another nine in the editor. Uh, ready to go, uh, which will be Dang. coming out very, very soon. So it's an amazing game. It's a it's a great game. I love it. If you love Souls Legs games, check out Lords of the Fallen. Check out the Let's Play. It's super sweet. I will say it is super hard, and it's given me a little bit of a run for my money in certain spots. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a great game, and you're definitely getting your money's worth because we are 30 episodes into a Let's Play, and we did not finish yet gotcha how how close do you think you are to finishing what episode do you think will be the last episode of lords of the fallen let's play lords of the fallen let's play i'm going to say the last episode is going to take off right around 40 
Okay. I feel, I feel okay. like, yeah, right around 40, which is honestly pretty good because yeah. we got, we, I kind of got this idea from another creator that I really enjoy watching fighting cowboy. If you guys know who fighting cowboy is, um, and he does, he does, a. a he does a lot of stuff. He does a let's play mm -hmm. series and then he'll do a walkthrough series where he kind of like helps you throughout the game. And on his let's play series, uh, he went all the way until 50. So okay. we're actually, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to pat myself on the back here a little bit, but we're cruising <laughs> through the game a little bit faster than fighting Cowboys. So. Gotcha. It's probably because yeah. you're using his uh, walkthroughs. You're like, oh, how did Let's Cowboy do it? I am not using the walkthrough, and I can I can prove that in the episodes because if you go and watch the episodes, spoiler alert, we have mistakenly locked ourselves into one ending of oh. the game specifically because we did not do certain things that we needed to do but gotcha. nevertheless um yeah we're doing it totally blind and uh yeah so it's a lot of fun i really really like it gotcha so that means you're gonna have to play it again to have another let's play <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's actually three endings to the game so yeah. you guys let us know if you just want um you know 100 videos of lords of the fallen gameplay yep. uh and we can make that happen for you we're gonna switch to lords of the fallen only <laughs> let's lords of the fallen this is gonna be our new podcast name uh i'm not gonna go ahead and sign us up for that commitment um we're, we're, kidding, I, I think what we're doing now is, is pretty good let's, let's stick yeah. with that so yeah yeah like super it. enjoying it adam what are you playing anything uh i'm playing quite a bit right now um on the bus rides for work i play uh mario wonder which i'm enjoying quite a bit i was gonna do a review on it but since i'm playing it on the bus i decided nah, i'm just gonna play it to enjoy it when I'm at home, I'm playing Nick All-Star Brawl 2. Um, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, real quick, hold on. Adam, can we have a, a, a moment of silence for your yes. broken rage controller? Okay, okay. It wasn't that much of a rage. Okay, it kind of was. So here's the thing. I love platform fighters. So like we talked about in the past, we've talked about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, or like we previewed it in the past. And I'm decent at Brawler or like, platform fighters like i can hold my own most of the time yeah you're pretty good for whatever reason the first nick all-star brawl i was terrible second nick all-star brawl i'm even worse and like even worse than the first one even worse i cannot figure it out i can't i don't understand the moves and so like i slammed the controller on my desk once and i was like okay that's not enough and then that's when i'm like bam 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 and then i yeah so my xbox controller is no longer so i decided to plug in my playstation controller into my pc knowing that i will not break this nice controller and i know for a fact because i've already played a couple more hours of it and i've not gotten mad because i'm like i like this controller too much the other one is already falling apart anyway so i was like how did it feel? It felt terrible because now I don't have an Xbox controller for my Xbox, but <laughs> <laughs> I will get one at some point. However, I was going to do a review of Nick All-Star Brawl 2, but since I'm so bad at it and I just can't seem to get better, we are. I'm thinking, I'm not 100% sure if we're going to do this, but I'm thinking about doing a live stream of me playing Nick All-Star Brawl and doing a series of, um, I want to say noob to pro, but... I'm like, and I'm at the bottom tier of ranked. So I'm like, I was, I got up a little bit. I was at, um, what's below bronze copper. I'm at copper three right now. 
and I was so close to copper one, but I never got there. So I'm at copper three. The highest I was at was silver, but that's because they started me at silver. So I'm on board with this series and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, there will probably be some rage within this and all that good stuff, but we will find out. I will make the decision. It's got to find the right day to do it. I'm thinking Tuesdays, but keep an eye on out for that because it should be fun. Here's what you got to do, Adam. Um, I'm listening. As, as a fellow rager, and you've seen me in my darkest of moments uh, I have. rage, have, do you have your rage controller? I, I probably could use this one, but this is the one, like, this one's bad. This is broken. Like, no, you the, can tell. The, Look at... the, one, the Xbox one that you broke. Do you have oh, that rage no, controller? It's, it, it's, it's, a, it's two pieces of plastic at this point, and I threw it away. Oh god! All right, because like, here's it was what I do. So, so bad, it was so bad that the motors were out, the batteries flew out, everything broke in it. So, <laughs> so here is my gaming controller, the nice, yeah, yeah. Uh, sleek midnight black uh, PS5, and yeah. here <laughs> is my rage controller. And this is the rage controller that I keep very close to me while I'm playing games. And yeah. this will be me raging. And then I will go like this and then rage out on the rage. I have a specific controller that's never used for gaming. It's only used for rage. Okay. Maybe I should get one of those. Like this one would be perfect. As you can see, like buttons are like all wonky. Like I can't remember. I think that this one is stuck. Like it's got some very bad drift where it's like spins you in a circle. Oh yeah. That's a perfect rage controller. Yeah. But that's the one my son likes to pretend to play with. So it's right, right. He's not gonna I know. He's not gonna know. <laughs> yeah, he, he won't know, except for plastic pieces are missing and everything like that. However, let's jump into our first topic because we don't want to hold people up, and that is Fable, the reboot, remaster, reboot, reboot. That's a, that's a very good question. That's yeah. a very that's a very good question. Yeah. So, guys, uh, the first game that we're talking about is Fable. Um, real quick, I think maybe we should talk about the backstory of Fable. Do you yeah. know? Have you ever played Fable? No, I have not. And that was why I didn't know what it was. I knew, like, I've heard the name. I've never actually pulled up a game. But you know what I thought it was? Um, Not Final Fantasy. Kingdom Hearts. I thought they were very similar. Kingdom Kingdom Hearts, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, the so Kingdom Hearts is the the mix of uh Disney Final Fantasy. It's a, it's yeah, a very yeah, yeah. it's a very good like astute kind of comparison. Um yeah. but F- Fable, so I I'm a big fan of Fable. I'm just going to throw mm-hmm. that out there. And I really, really enjoyed the games. And I think these ty- these style of games really work towards um, the style of games that I like. And I'm an RPG guy. This is a fantasy RPG style of game. Um, and when this game first came out, uh, Fable, the original game, came out in 2004, which I was in my Xbox era at that point. I know I'm all PlayStation now, but back, back then I was Xbox as well. Um, so I did play a lot of Fable. Um, and Fable, what the 2004 version, um, the story follows a boy. Basically, what happens is these bandits like attack his village and end up uh, kidnapping his sister. Um, and the quest is to learn why they did that and obviously go get your sister back, right? Um, the big thing about this game is that it's one of the first games that I ever played that the choices that you make in the game drastically matter. Um, and we do, we've talked about this before is like there's choices in games that you find out like 
you know, later down the road, it doesn't really matter what choices <laughs> you make. Yeah, it's like a total waste. And you're like, you're sitting here contemplating this big decision. And it's like, this thing would have happened regardless of what you chose. Um, and <laughs> Fable is not like that at all. Uh, Fable, the choices actually do very drastically change the storyline. Um, that's so, that was so hard for me in games because like, I honestly, I have a tough time making decisions in a game more so than I have making <laughs> decisions in my own life. Like, I'm like, but if I do this, this is going to change everything. This is make me the bad guy. But sorry right. to interrupt. But no, no, yeah, no. I like that. Yeah. I like it about games, but also really stressful. It, it is really stressful. And you know what's even more stressful is like when you find out that a game has uh, choices that actually matter and they put the timer on it. Oh, you, I hate oh, that. I oh hate my god. When they do that, it's yeah, like and it's fast too. It's like four seconds. You like make a decision, make a decision. It's like, oh yeah. crap. Yeah, like the Dark Pictures games are notorious for this. It's yeah. like you have to make a decision that could end up killing your character, like completely <laughs> dead. And it's like you have four seconds, <laughs> yeah. figure it out, four seconds, and you're just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. But yes. turn it off and restart. So you can be like, okay, I thought about it and I'm like, I'm ready to play again. Yeah, right. It's but funny. um, but yeah, so uh initially when this game came out, fans didn't love the game. Uh did not get any type of uh any type of praise or anything like that. And basically what they said um was there was a lack of of content and there were some mm -hmm. broken promises from the developer um and in order to fix this in 2005 fable came out with what they called the lost chapters which was a dlc version to the original game uh mm -hmm. and basically what happened is it included all the things that the devs said that they were going to kind of they, the devs made good on the things that they said that they were going to include in the game mm -hmm. and as soon as this dlc came out like the fable fandom kind of erupted like this was the game that everybody wanted right right um, so so much so that fable 2 which was released in 2008 uh ended up winning game of the year so fable 2 is a just a critically acclaimed game again it's another game uh where you're tasked with um ba basically in this game you're kind of it what it takes place 500 years after so it's not like a direct correlation but it kind of stays in the same genre uh mm -hmm. and basically what you're doing is you're you're tasked with stopping this former ruler gone mad from taking over the world so a very very cliche kind of fantasy tale yeah, yeah. but it's still another great game um and then fast forward again even further uh, in 2016 fable 3 uh releases and that takes place 50 years after uh, Fable 2 during the Industrial Revolution. So another great game. Fans really love this game. And then the downfall. Do you know what the downfall of the Fable series was? No, it, I do not. Let's hear it. It took place in 2012. Can you take a guess of what happened in the Microsoft? And basically all gaming around that 2012 era. In 2012, the new console generation. Specifically motion controllers remember uh, yeah okay so 2012 uh was when all of the consoles started introducing their motion controllers right so we had the xbox connect we had the playstation camera with the stupid wands and stuff like that uh and the fable game the next fable game that came out was fable the journey and that was a spin-off that utilized the xbox connect and gotcha. of course like yeah. most games in that era uh, the motion controls were horrific, and that was the end of the series. And we haven't heard anything about Fable until right now. Until so, now! Until now. So let's go ahead and roll this trailer, yeah. uh, because this is Fable 4, and I'm actually super excited, because I love this series, and it just mm -hmm. uh, just 
got okay. destroyed by Xbox Connect. Okay. Playground games. Okay. So if you guys are just listening on the Spotify, that's my name. <laughs> Dave. That's me. I'm Dave. <laughs> that's me. If you guys are just listening on the Spotify, uh, what we're seeing here is like um, a very... It's it's almost like movie esque, don't you feel like it's almost yeah. like movie esque? Yeah, I do. It's got yeah. the the elements of like a, a like a fairy tale. Yeah, it's it's very fairy tale esque, very movie esque, and we're we're seeing a lot of things that are kind of um, going to let you know a little bit about the gameplay. So we're seeing sword fighting. Uh, we saw a clip of uh, our main character throwing like fireballs. So you can see all these RPG style elements, but it, that's what they are. I think one of the things that's really great about it is Fable has this sense of humor that is like almost uncharacteristic in mm -hmm. these style games, right? So you're going to be getting a very like legendary type tale, but with a <laughs> lot of quirky humor. And I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. Look at those pumpkins, dude. They're massive. So yeah. And all the Fables is, are there giants versus like the, like the people, like the little people? Is that Fable or is that just new to this one? That's just new to this one. So what we're seeing right now, guys, is there's basically a monologue that's happening between one character, and you're seeing our main character, and now the big kind of reveal uh, in this trailer is that the person giving the monologue was actually a giant, and our main yeah. character is kind of running around on the table, um, almost like a Jack and the Beanstalk style. Yeah. That's really what I thought it was, like Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> that's the part. And so with that kind of going on to that i kind of got the same kind of feel that's the jack and the beanstalk kind of situation um a lot of people like are not super excited about this game. like uh, there's negativity saying that this game doesn't feel like fable and i think part of that is um i, I can't remember the specifics because i i didn't write them down but they were saying something along like the customization of the characters isn't how like they thought it should be like because in the previous fables, were you given a set character and like had some customization? You were given a set character, but you did have some customization. Yeah, and I think that so that was I, I don't know why that would be a negative thing. I because like you get to make the character how you want him to look. Like I think that's cool in a lot of games, even yeah. if it's like very simple. Um, but also like like you said, it, it's it looks fun and silly, and I and the way the monologue kind of went like is like. It seems like it's gonna be like giants versus like I don't I don't want to call them little people like I'm gonna call them normal sized people against normal sized people yeah and like the the giants like oh, I don't like heroes and I, I think <laughs> and you kind of see it in the part of the trailer it's like and I think some of the normal sized people also don't like heroes because like you saw like your main character like somebody said something she turned around with like disgust on her face like saying like wait a minute like i'm a hero here like why do you hate me so i think that's yeah. kind of fun the way they're going with that kind of story yeah and i think um i think people are leaning a little bit too heavy on the giants thing um mm -hmm. i i, I want to say that this is going to be um this is still going to be an rpg that has very like a lot of different aspects to it so i would not be surprised if the giants aspect of it was only a small portion of okay. it and if they they more or less kind of incorporated a bunch of different fairy tale things into the same game and like the giants was just a chapter but they found a great way um to make it like engaging in the trailer so when you're saying like giants versus normal sized people 
Um, I do think that's going to be, you know, like obviously a standout point in the game, but I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't like the main storyline of the game. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can understand that. Okay. Yeah. Now, so I know so from the research I did, is this still taking place in Albion? Is that the same location is is, yes it is taking place in albion still um and this is a good question because like you were saying you know is this a reboot is this a sequel is this a remake um that technically this is fable 4 and it is taking place in albion and we're not getting a very specific timeline of when this is so it's very hard to say uh whether you know this just looking at what we're seeing, I'm assuming that it's taking place after everything else because what we talked about was, um, you know, the uh, um, Fable 3 took place in the Industrial Revolution and it does look like from what we've seen in the gameplay trailer that it's probably past that time. And they, okay. are, call- they are calling it Fable 4. So I would say if you had to say, if you had to kind of categorize this game, it would be that this is a sequel, um, but a very but but a reboot sequel like a a, a requel yeah like a requel oh yeah, it's, so like, it's like a software like, you can play this one without playing the other ones exactly yes okay. yeah be, because the other ones took place so long ago i mean we're talking 2016 since fable 3 dropped right yeah. so i mean we're, we're talking nearly eight by the time we get fable 4 it'll be eight years almost a decade in between games it's like this is fable 4 but a rebooted version so it's gonna have to um direct towards a new fan base because like a lot of like let's say like you and i we still play video games but a lot of like people our age like they stop playing video games at a certain time you know what i mean like yeah people quit playing video games and i think this is gonna have to cater to a newer audience and stuff like but also giving the true fans something new so yeah, I mean, I think the true fans are going to be excited about the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about the game as a fan of Fable. I know that the Fable community, for the most part, um, is pretty excited about the game. And, you yeah. know, like you said, it's it's going to have to cater to a new audience. And I think Fable is probably one of the franchises that probably has the best way to do that just because mm-hmm. of the... Um, just because of their content and their their following. I mean, this is fairy tale stuff, you know what I right. mean? So it's very easy to get kind of a younger crowd in, into right. this, you know. But I think I th- I think what um and and this might just be totally way off topic, but I think like what a studio like Pixar like take Pixar for for yeah. example, right? They make movies for children. But yeah. they have enough of the content in the movies that adults watch them and like them you know what i mean and i think that's exactly what fable does is they take like maybe a childish type subject but make it mature enough for an older audience while still catering to a younger audience so it's like something that everybody can enjoy okay i like that yeah i can understand that and now what's some of the negativity you think it's just being nitpicky do you think that's what kind of some of this negativity is i think it's being nitpicky i think i think also, there's a little bit of a um, kind of worry here mm. uh, just because it is being developed by Playground Games. You know what Playground is uh, best known for? I, as soon as you say it, I'm like, oh, duh. Forza. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so for, they're the <laughs> studio behind Forza. So it's like, 
It's going to be a racing simulator. Yeah, it's table. like <laughs> this This studio doesn't really have like a, t- yeah. a, a real, you know, it, a real great track record behind games like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, like, I think that's part of the reason um, why that, you know, people are a little bit down on it. But other than that, I can't really see like why people are down on it because looking at the trailer, it looks like a lot of fun. Like graphics wise, it looks great. Um, yeah. You know, like it, it looks like it's going to have a lot of aspects that people are going to enjoy. So we saw the sword fighting, you know, in the trailer. We saw the main character, um, you know, throwing the fire. We saw the main character climbing up the, the beanstalk and, and like, I think all of these scenes are going to be very, very cool and very, very fun to play. Yeah, I think, and I kind of going off of like this could be a big step for Forza, or not Forza, playground games to get out of just racing simulators. And you know what I mean? So I'm oh, yeah. excited because all those Forza games, they look great. And I think that's that's going to be something that Fable won't struggle with. You know what I mean? Like the 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 feel of the game and the atmosphere of the game, I think, is going to do well with playground games like leading it because all the Forza games look really fun. You know what I mean? Like this is the atmosphere, the scenery is also really good. So. Yeah, I mean, they they do an amazing job at Forza. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing that... I, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head where I'm like, Forza screwed up on this. You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and it's definitely a racing game that looks amazing, um, that just really immerses you in the experience. And I think if they can carry that over into an RPG style, like, mm-hmm. it could be really, really amazing. I can also see how it could flop because they don't have any experience like track record. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have any track record, but I think if they pull it off, it could be a really, really great game. Yeah, I agree. Cause this is one I'm actually like after watching it, like I said, I've never really seen fable, but some of the videos I watched, it showed me gameplay of like older fables. Like why had I never played this? Cause this looks really fun. This looks like something I'd actually want to play. So I will probably hop off of here at some point and like, Oh, let's see if I can play fable. So yeah, check out. um, Is fable, is it open world or is it kind of like a, like a linear, like open directional kind of thing where you can, but it's not true open world. It's not a true open world. It's a it's a linear open world. Um, so uh, think of it almost like almost like an Assassin's Creed. It's an open world, but you have very specific places that you need to go at certain times. Um, gotcha. Yeah, like the whole thing is not open world. Okay. It, I, I don't know if that makes any sense. Do you think that's what they'll switch it to with being like the playground games and things like that? I think they probably are going to make this open world um, just because of the ability to make such an immense, like, diverse, creative world. Yeah. I, th- I think this is probably a game that should be open world. Okay. But, um, you know, open world in the sense of, like, Hogwarts. Like, Hogwarts yeah. is a great open world, you know what I mean? But they they very clearly steered you in the right directions right you know what i mean yeah, yeah it, it was it wasn't you were never you were never playing hogwarts and like guessing on where you needed to go you right. know what i mean it was it was always very simple so yeah. i i feel like the they would be at a disservice not making an open world for mm-hmm. this game because just the amount of content and like you know things that they have to work with um I think they can make a really cool, immense open world that you'd want to just explore. Like you might not even want to, and I talk about this all the time. Like, so, you know, I used to load up Red Dead Redemption and like not play the game at all. I would just be riding around on a horse. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like I just enjoyed it, you know? So yeah. I, okay. I think they should make it open world. Yeah. I think it's going to make it more immersive and just like given how 
they do with Forza, it will be immersive in terms of like the world, the atmosphere, the scenery, like this, the setting is going to be really cool. So, yeah, I think it'd be really, really cool. It should be amazing. Um, if the Forza team, AKA playground studio does pull it off, I think it's going to be great. Um, it is again, real quick. It is technically fable four. Um, and what they kind of said here is that they're aiming to build on the legacy left behind by Lionside studios, which, created the original trilogy mm-hmm. so i do think they're going to hold strong with the franchise it is going to be another game they're going to hold true with you know these 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 decisions that you make in this game are really really going to matter and really really affect the storyline and i think it's going to give you a crazy world it, it's going to give you some great gameplay obviously amazing graphics super immersive and it's going to have a lot of replayability because you can jump through and make these decisions you know multiple times and have mm-hmm. different different stories every single time that sounds good to me i like replayability i mean you can't go wrong exactly exactly <laughs> all right so we're both excited for this game and now moving on to our movie of the night um dave you brought this up to me this movie is thanksgiving which will be out by the time of this episode releasing but we kind of want to share our thoughts and kind of dive into it a little bit so dave should we just jump right into the trailer with this one? <laughs> let's uh yeah, let's just jump right into the trailer with this one. Uh Thanksgiving the movie. Happy Thanksgiving. By the time this episode rolls out, like we said, it will be out. And so if you're just watching, it's you're just gonna feel of Thanksgiving. Looks very like cozy and happy. Um until this until this lady pops up. And Oof. there's food and they're being dressed in food and stuff. Like she's gonna be cooked like a turkey um so don't you but, don't you don't you love how we need to make every holiday into some horrific yeah <laughs> and I, I don't understand so it looks like there was an issue with black friday and kind of what it seems like it is is revenge of somebody who died because of something these teenagers and other characters did that's the feel i'm getting and it just seems ridiculous it almost feels like a uh, a scream like Thanksgiving oh, okay. oh yeah yeah <laughs> jeez and, yeah so it looks like the pilgrim oh this makes me cringe oh. where she's like frozen and like trying to peel away oh, oh no god. thanks yikes oh my god dude doesn't the mask remind you of uh v for vendetta yeah it does it definitely yeah. does the guy the uh, what's what's his yeah. name guy something Guy Fieri. No, that's oh, that's diners driving the dice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this makes me cringe too. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, that makes me cringe. Oh jeez, that part, dude. And it's the corn ho- the corn holders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the corn cob holders. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> Guys, if you're just listening on the Spotify, oh, but basically what happens is you know those, um, so those little yellow corn holders that you stick on the side of your corn on the cob so you can eat yeah. it. He just like jabbed it in this girl's ear. Yeah. Oh, oh, that, oh that's no, my fear. Oh, that's your worst fear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Geez. I'm sorry. I didn't know that was in the trailer. Oh man. But yeah, it just kind of gives me the feel of like Thanksgiving version of Scream. Thanksgiving, yeah, Thanksgiving scream. Yeah, essentially <laughs> what I feel. And then, yeah, cooking this lady like a turkey. Oh my god! But the turkey's already dead at this point. Is this creepy? Just yeah, ridiculous is the better word that I should Adam, say. Adam, will you go see this movie? Will I go see this movie? 
I think I have to at this point because we're talking about it and I kind of want to give my thoughts on it, but <laughs> it looks kind of stupid. I'm not going to lie. It's not a movie I'd be generally go see. <laughs> um, but like I said, what it seems like is something happened on Black Friday and and it sounds like a character that had somebody die or something happened to them and they want revenge of something the teenagers did and that's why they're being targeted and I just think it looks ridiculous. I have a lot to say. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Okay. All right. So to start off, um, Thanksgiving, the movie, will be out on November 17th. So uh, at the time that this episode drops, um, it may be uh, already uh, in theater. So you can go check yeah. it out. Um, yeah. It is directed by Eli Roth, who did Hostel and Cabin Fever. To Ooh, Hostel is a good movie. Yeah, two um, pretty, pretty good horror movies. I really like Eli <laughs> Roth as a director. Um, do you know where this idea came from? Uh, I'm, can I take a guess? You can guess. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's going to be something along the lines. Like, people are ruining Thanksgiving by like, oh, Black Friday is right after. No, do you know like where this came from, like where this spawned from? This no. is this is this has been a thing before. No. Okay. So do you remember the Quentin Tarantino movie Grindhouse? No. It so Quentin Tarantino put out a movie called Grindhouse, and in Grindhouse, uh, it was a throwback to like 1970s double features. Um okay. in in that movie Grindhouse, you basically what happened was when you went to go see this movie, you were actually going to see two movies and you were, so what would happen is they would play some fake trailers. Then they would play movie number one. It was called planet uh, terror. And that was, um, do you remember the chick that had the machine gun as a leg? Do you I remember so. that movie? Okay. I so think. that, that was planet terror where that chick had a machine gun as a leg. Uh, and then they would play some, you know, uh, some more spoofy trailers. Uh, and then they would play the second movie, which was death trap. Uh, do you remember death trap? Nope. Or Death Proof, sorry, Death Proof. Oh, nope. That that was the car movie with Kurt Russell, where he was like chasing them around in the car. No, I don't remember. Okay, all right. So basically, <laughs> what happened is Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving movie was a one of the fake trailers in the Grindhouse movie. Was it really? Yes, it was. And do you know what other fake trailer was in that movie? uh that no, is has since become a movie you love what? this movie i do hobo with a shotgun oh really <laughs> yes that's so funny yeah that is a good movie or a hobo. terribly good but bad movie that's terribly good but bad movie so hobo with a shotgun and thanksgiving were uh one of the fake trailers that were in this quentin tarantino grindhouse movie gotcha. um another one being machete or machete which is another movie that came out so basically all of these trailers have turned into movies um, funny. yeah i thought that are was there really any funny. more that are gonna turn into movies you think i think i remember. think all of the trailers have been t as soon as thanksgiving comes out i think all of the trailers oh. in this movie except for rob zombies i forget what rob zombies one was but rob zombie did a trailer for that movie it was like the women the witches of oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna drop it in the comments but that's the only one that has that's not funny. been turned into a movie yet okay that's um, kind of cool yeah, but the actual story that about why this all happens is um, if you go back into this person, this deranged person's past, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yep. Basically, 
where he lived, his father had turkeys and he developed a very special bond thinking that the turkeys were his pets. Um, and then uh, one Thanksgiving, he watched his pet turkey get murdered and then had to eat it. <laughs> oh, man. So that's Which, the reason why this guy is like this? Yes. And that event made him go crazy. He ended up killing his entire family. Uh, and then now we have this madness that ensues where he is now this pilgrim Thanksgiving serial killer. Interesting. He wants to eat all the people. Oh, that's it's that's insane. not where I thought this movie was going to go, and that <laughs> makes it even weirder. And not, <laughs> I just don't understand. Oh man, some I of the things it's... that people come up with for like movies and horror movies is just ridiculous. And this is it's... just one of them. It's crazy that we have to take every single holiday and just like make it into a horrific thing. Like, remember they did the same thing with um, uh, what was the one movie? uh black christmas yep remember black christmas or they um, made so much with christmas though yeah the uh what's the other one the santa the klaus or something yep, with the, yep. the santa with the fingers and stuff like that yep. that's crazy yep. i think i think it's gonna be another one of these movies but i'm actually kind of super excited for it because i love scream i i think scream's a great movie and i think yeah. that comparing this to scream is is a great kind of comparison yeah it's the thanksgiving scream so thanksgiving let us know scream. if you've seen it by the time we've watched this episode, but I'm interested to see how this movie turns out. This might be a uh, once it comes on Netflix watch for me, but I don't know yet. So it might be a stream for me too. But I think I think yeah, it's yeah. A, it's definitely a movie that I'm gonna want to check out. Yeah. It's gonna be super fun. If you're a fan of horror movies, definitely go check this one out because there is a <laughs> little bit of you know we just passed Halloween, so there's gonna be and then we're heading into Christmas season, so there is gonna be a little bit of a drought in the horror kind of genre. Yeah. Yep. Um. So if you're a fan of horror movies, go check this one out. Super, 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 super funny. Eli Roth, super underrated director. So I can't imagine this movie actually being bad. The storyline behind it, like we talked about, is a little goofy, but I mean, you know, it's a horror movie. Yeah, so it's a horror movie. It, All it yeah. is supposed to make people scare and not sleep very well and yeah whatever yeah. <laughs> some of the some of the greatest horror movies of all time have just ridiculously stupid plot lines like yeah. you know people people love michael myers and you know people love you know freddie and, and jason and stuff like that it's like ah, at, at some at yeah. some point it doesn't even matter so yeah this movie will most matter. likely this movie will most likely be out by the time uh that you guys are listening to this episode so if you're if you're a horror movie fan go check it out yeah yeah and let us know your thoughts on it, too. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on it. I, I'm curious to, see, to hear your reviews. All right, Dave. You ready? I'm born ready. Okay, so we're going to do a... Uh, I almost said blind ranking. But we are going to do a Thanksgiving draft, given that Thanksgiving's next weekend. We're talking about Thanksgiving, the movie. Thanksgiving foods draft of our favorite foods of in Thanksgiving. The, in the, the holiday spirit. Yeah. And... To make my belly rumble. <laughs> yep, we, we are, dinner next up. I didn't eat dinner yet either, so I'm I'm super excited to do this mm -hmm. draft because I'm just gonna be all excited. Um, let's yep. go ahead and flip the coin because I think we all know the number one answer, and let's see who's gonna get it. Two face. You won. I let's won. Let's go. There let's you go. go. Okay, ladies there you and go. gentlemen. You know, there's no place else to go. I gotta take the turkey. Ah, oh, gosh darn it! That's my I got you, I gotta, I gotta so take it. You gotta yeah. take the turkey. You gotta Some take the turkey. Some people don't like turkey. All right. Well, if you're taking turkey, I'm taking stuffing as my number one pick. 
Ooh, he's going with the stuffing. I love the stuffing. I actually don't love the stuffing. Wow. I don't know what it is. It's just like you. the the bread is like warm and like wet and it. Actually, I don't ever think of it as bread. Like I, I I don't know why, but I don't. Yeah, I just I think of it as just like mushy bread. Yeah. I All right, whatever. You can have it. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, my second pick. If Adam's taking stuffing, I got to go mashed potatoes. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. See, I'm not a huge mashed potato guy. You're not a mashed potato guy? It's, I know it's like, it's just like mushy potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's the same feel. I do like it with gravy, I guess, but that's not my like number one choice. But they're delicious. Right. And my next one is rolls. You're taking my the second, rolls? Yeah, my second pick is rolls. Dang it, that was going to be my next pick. Specifically, oh, the Hawaiian rolls, and you get them a little hot Ooh. and make a little turkey sandwich. Oh, man, that's oh, so good. Oh, yeah, that's good. Then you can do the gravy dip. Yep, exactly. Oh, you know what's I'm up. So, I'm so hungry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, with my third overall pick, uh, I'm going to take the cranberry sauce. I got to do it. Cranberry okay. sauce Cranberry sauce for me is like um, like candy corn. You know, I mean, you get it yeah. once a year. It's fantastic for that one day, and then you're kind of yeah. over it. But like, yeah. yeah, for one day out of the year, let me get that cranberry sauce. All right, this is this is probably I don't know if it's super common, and I, I was gonna put like desserts as like my thing, but that's kind of cheating because I was like, whatever. So I have desserts on my list. You can take desserts as like one dessert or like all desserts. Oh, you can't take all desserts. See, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to say desserts in general, but that's cheating. So my third pick is sugar cookies. And specifically, like, I don't get them anymore, but they, like, like literally, it's like it's our house is like, or our family Thanksgiving is like, it literally melts, like, as you take a bite. It's, it's like, the so goo- the, like that gooey sugar cookies. Not even gooey. Like, they have, like, a, like, you know, it's like the cookies that have, like, a outer crunch, but, and then it's soft. Oh yeah, 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 and it has, and then it melts. It's so good, but we don't get those anymore. So we're gonna make cook- guys. We're gonna we're gonna do a live where we make cookies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who has the best cookies? All right, okay. Uh, number four. This one might be a bit obscure, um, but I'm gonna take the green bean casserole. Uh, I thought that might show up. So do you know you know which one I'm talking about? The green yeah, beans yeah, with, with the, like the French onions, like the crunchy onions. Oh on yeah, it? with yeah. the crunchy onions on. T- mm. That's very popular where I'm from. And, and I don't even like green beans. I don't even like I don't like cooked vegetables at all. There's something about cooked vegetables that tastes like it, maybe it's a texture thing or they're yeah. like really mushy, but you go ahead and put that in some cream and mushroom soup with some with some onion drizzle. I don't like it at all. I don't like I don't like <laughs> onions though and I don't like mushrooms, so no thanks for me. Um all right, my fourth pick. Is it fourth? Are we in fourth? Yeah, you're on fourth, yeah. yeah. My fourth pick is Wait, I already said ham. I'm taking ham. You're taking ham? Yeah, we have ham at our Thanksgiving. It's so good. Like ham and turkey. Because some people in our family don't like turkey, so they do ham as well. So I get the best of both worlds. Wait, you get ham and turkey? Yeah. It's quite It's quite awesome. On the same day? Same day. Draft over. Adam wins. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Okay. Okay. Uh, just sitting here waiting for my invitation for ham turkey dinner. You're invited, man. You're invited. Come on down. That's insane. Ham and turkey on the same yeah, day. Same day. I'm gonna have to start bringing. I'm gonna have to make that a tradition in my family. Yeah, there you go. Did you ever do a ham turkey on a roll? I I do actually. Yeah, ham and turkey on the roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so hungry. Yeah, I mean, too, we probably shouldn't do this. We're sorry if you're listening to this and now you can't eat, but we're okay. excited. Ladies and gentlemen, with my very last pick, uh, I am going to take the grape salad. Do you have Do you have grape salad? I think we do, but I'm. It's like whipped cream, grapes, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, with the, the macadamia nuts and, and like the yogurt and stuff. Mm, yeah, mm, not for me, little, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just crapping on I just don't all like my whipped favorite. Cream. I I just don't like whipped cream. <laughs> so Adam's just. <laughs> Adam, I love you very much, but you are not invited to my Thanksgiving yeah, dinner. Not it's not because I don't want you present. It's just because you're not going <laughs> to enjoy anything, anything yeah. that we eat. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. All right. My fifth pick, I um, uh, it's kind of hard because I actually don't get this very often at my Thanksgiving. But you know what? I'll pick something else. So at my wife's Thanksgiving, so for my fifth pick, I'm going to do meatballs, like barbecue meatballs. You get meatballs too? Yeah, yeah. Dude, get out it's, of here. It's a it's a great it's a great Thanksgiving. You have turkey, ham, and meatballs. Barbecue meatballs. With the you um, know, like they put the grape jelly and the, the barbecue sauce. Yeah, barbecue sauce with the grape jelly. Yeah, that's what we get. So that's my fifth pick. Come on over, Dave. Oh I love my family so much. Your dinner <laughs> sounds better though. Yeah. <laughs> but so that's funny that so that's our foods of that we like the most but it's funny that um like every house is different like a lot of people do mac and cheese and stuff like that oh yeah um or we didn't say pumpkin pie pumpkin pie is huge for my family like people love pumpkin pie apple pie is huge too i know people people really get down on the pies i don't like pie do you like pie? not at all i don't like i don't like yeah not at all i don't like it at all like the texture of pie in general yeah, and I think the crust is like when when I think of a dessert, I don't think pie crust. Like it's so yeah. bland. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I, I just feel like like if I'm wasting these calories, I should be eating something that tastes better. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. That's how that's how I feel when I eat pie. Yeah, I agree. All right, we are, so, we are team no pie here. No pie, no pie. <laughs> I'm like Unless a, it, I like brownies. Yeah, brownies is good. I, I will take a slice of pie if there's ice cream, though, because it gives me a reason to get the ice cream, yeah. and then I'll just kind of, like, middle the pie, and I'll be like, okay, yeah. good stuff time. I'm done, yep. yep. <laughs> All right, Dave, since that is our family Thanksgiving, I had put, I found a list of the most, 10 most popular Thanksgiving foods, and I want you to try to guess them. Try to guess them? Yep. That's oh, it. no. That's okay. And I'll tell um, you where you put them. Well, I mean, obviously, number one is turkey. Sorry, sides. Side dishes only. Top 10 most popular side dishes at Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, Mac and cheese, you said. That's number two. Number two. Number one. You don't have to say the the number. You don't have to say the number. Oh, okay. Uh, Mashed potatoes. That is four. Uh, Stuffing. Number one. Are they counting gravy? Uh, they are not. They are not counting gravy. No okay. gravy. Uh, cranberry sauce. That is number seven. The rolls. Number five. Uh, are they counting desserts? Maybe, kind of. Maybe I don't know if it's a dessert. Of. I don't know if it's a dessert. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm so. Gonna, I'm going to go with, is there another meat on there? No meats. No meats on there. I'm going to go with the green beans. 
Green bean casserole? You go, yeah, green bean casserole. Okay. I'm going to go with corn. Cream corn is number 10. Let's go. I'm doing so good, dude. I'm two doing more, so two good. Two more. I don't think more. I get these next two. Um, okay. I'm going to go with, is it, a, give me a hint. Is it a vegetable? Yes. I'm going to go with squash. Nope. Yams. That's number nine, canned yams. Let's go. And then the last one. Mm, is it also a vegetable? <laughs> yes. Brussels sprouts? Yeah, number eight. Yeah, you did pretty good. Good job. Drop. Out of all those, you added only, was it two extra? You added gravy and... Yeah, I added gravy thing. and one other thing. That's, dude. Impressive. Mm. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Just, go ahead and just dust it off. Pat dust yourself off the on shoulder. the back, buddy. Let's go. Pat yourself Let's on go. the back. Yeah, I don't. I I would never have Brussels sprouts or candy yams or cream corn or basically any of that. Oh wait, we missed one more. One more. Sorry. Oh no. Yeah, we missed one. Sorry. Uh, we got nine. Oh dang. Uh, it's probably- I think it's a vegetable again. I've never <sighs> seen this at anywhere. A it's vegetable. A casserole yeah i'm at a loss sweet potato casserole sweet potato yeah i've never heard of that or even seen aren't, that. Su- aren't sweet potatoes and yams the same thing though that's what i would think but not according yeah. to this list so yeah. we'll give it to you. you got all of them we got all of them we're, we're, <laughs> yeah. count, we're counting sweet yeah. potatoes as yams yeah. sweet sweet potatoes are yams yeah yeah are that's they a, that's question <laughs> That's an awesome T-shirt for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All so, right, moving forward to this yeah, let, game. Let's get let's get onto the game because I'm yeah. salivating and my yeah, stomach right. is rumbling now. Keep cruising. All yeah. right, Dave. The day before the game that's fake, the game that a lot of fans and critics are not sure if is like going to be a good game at all and because a lot of things have happened with this game, a lot of lies, a lot of delays, and. I think there's a lot of bad to this game. Let's go ahead and roll the trailer first. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think because are you gonna are you gonna talk poorly about this game? I'm hit or miss. Like I have poor things to say about it, but I'm also kind of excited for something like this. If that makes sense, I'm in the same exact boat. And I think before yeah. we get into that type of thing, I think people maybe need to see a little bit about yeah. what we're talking about. Yep. But I, I understand why people are upset about this game. But also, I think this is a type of game that I have been waiting for for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what this game reminds me of? Um, no. I am Legend. Okay, it does kind of... Yeah, I kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. Have you, if it okay. plays the trailer here, it's uh, not playing. So the I Am Legend, I, I always thought I Am Legend would be like a great kind of game. Mm-hmm. Like, and they just they just never made it into a game. And I'm getting the same kind of like I Am Legend vibes from this. Uh, and I'm, right. super, I'm super excited for it. And like, I understand why people are, you know, maybe a little hesitant about it. But I do think... Um, I do, I do think concept wise it is going to be kind of cool. Yeah, and I think that's why people a lot of people were excited at first because of how cool this game could and should be. But there's been a lot of lies in terms of like what this game is supposed or like what the game was going to be and when it was going to come out and and so 
I think that's why a lot of people are skeptical about what this game's going to be. But here's the trailer. Can you see it? Yes. Okay, good. So, like, right off the bat, like, the things I don't like about this game is the... The like the cars like that does not make sense. Lamborghinis <laughs> in a post-apocalyptic. Yeah, you'll find Lamborghinis, but that's just not a functional car for this kind of situation. Yeah, but okay, all right, guys. If you're just if you guys are just listening, what we're looking at is a uh, a very deserted city, uh, and right now your main character is being woken up. But we did see like a lot of different. Um, you know cutscenes real quick it's very apocalyptic this is a very very apocalyptic game and there was a scene where the cars were driving around and stuff like that and it's like i get it the lamborghini isn't it's not the most um uh, what am i trying to say it's not the most fitting choice but also like you know if you go if you look at i am legend what did he drive that's true. He drove whatever he wanted. He, yeah, yeah, he yeah. he was whipping around in the Mustang GT. It's like, if you had your choice in an apocalyptic world, it's like, you're not taking the Dodge Caravan. You're taking the Ferrari. Yeah, that's true. I suppose. <laughs> I suppose that's true. And yeah, yeah, and the one thing I do like about this game is like, you'll have the option to like, or like you'll fight against players, you'll fight against zombies. And I think that's really cool. Um, and the gunplay seems like it's going to be pretty intense, pretty like realistic. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I I I'm at I'm at a loss, right? Because mm-hmm. like you look at the gameplay. So yeah, again, guys, if you're just listening, we're looking at the gameplay, and it looks I don't see anything glaringly wrong with the game. Mm-hmm. Do you see anything glaringly wrong with the game? A lot of people says pre-rendered situation like things it's not actual real gameplay and things like that like it's just like pre-rendered stuff if that makes sense um yeah i mean i i get that so like one of the things the stuff i don't get so right now you saw a spa and the weight room and i'm like why i think oh yeah we're gonna talk about that yeah that's kind of silly we're we're definitely gonna talk again yeah Here's here's and whipping the, through. The mechanics of the cars don't look all that good. Like you see how they turn. Like it seems very like. It looks like bad. GTA. It's not yeah. like yeah the car like the well, cars are. Dr- GTA I think they drive much better than what that looks like. Yeah. And then given like you get your own ranch. Okay, that's cool. But like using your coins that. to buy the furniture and stuff. You like that? I love that. I like having my own ranch, but like I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I love nice that base, but I guess it's great to have a customizable base. We talk about this all the time. I love That's customizing true. my base. I love That's customizing true. my base lo- more than I love customizing my character. All right, all right. And the, <laughs> it's gonna be uh, December seventh. They said early access, and it's going to be, I believe, forty thirty nine dollars. And then when it becomes full release, it'll be forty nine dollars. But and so a lot of things that happened with this game, kind of going into that a little bit, is so it was announced two years ago. They got all the hype, saying they promised a whole bunch of things, which I don't have all the specifics of what they promised. They gave specific uh, dates of when it would be released. No gameplay ever really shown until now. Delay after delay after delay. Part of that delay is they switched from the engine that they were using to Unreal Engine 5. And... 
I, and it, it seems like it should be really cool. And I'm pretty excited about that. You know what I mean? Like, I think it has potential to be a really cool and engaging game. An MMO, it's not known on how big of an MMO it'll be. It could be like 10 people, hundreds of people, hopefully a lot of people. I, so, okay, here's the thing. I, you know, this is not the style of game for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in the typical sense of things. And there's yeah. a few reasons why. Now, I talked about some good stuff that I do like about the game. I do like the I Am Legend style of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that you get your own ranch and that you can customize your stuff and that, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of things for you to do. And the basics from what I have kind of, uh, you know, gathered from this game is this is basically kind of like a, a zombie survival, but like resource grab. So yeah. your your kind of idea for this game is to be going into, you know, exploring the apocalyptic town, gathering resources and bringing them back to your base and stuff like that. Yeah. So what it's kind of like is it's like a Daisy escape from Tarkov mix. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's probably the perfect way to put it. And Mm -hmm. now that, you know, I've talked about the things that I do kind of like about this game, I'm going to talk about the things that I don't like about this game. Mm -hmm. And number one is going to be how long before you get bored of doing this. I I don't know because and that's kind of I wasn't go there as well because like you're finding this the stuff to get the in-game currency and then you spend the in-game currency on stuff that really doesn't matter. Like I feel like there's no driving to like there's no it doesn't seem like there's a real story to it aside from giving getting and then giving. Does it make sense? Like getting, giving, getting. Like I think I that's like, going to be the cycle of it. Yeah, I feel like it's a cycle and we talk about this all the time. It's like I need an end goal. Like, what yeah. is my end goal in this game? And I feel yeah. like this game does not have an end goal. And it's obviously going to be at at the price point that it's at. And I, I don't want to say obviously, but in my heart of hearts, I feel like it's very clearly going to be microtransactions. I can see like, that. Yeah. Do you want to use your in-game coin from collecting a bunch of resources throughout the game? Or... Do you want to take advantage to do it? Yeah. Or do you want to take advantage of our 1999 special uh, where you can just buy 2000 in game coins right now? You know what I mean? Like it's going to be like, we'll throw in a car for you as well. A nice blue Lamborghini that you actually, you won't be able to get the Lamborghini unless you pay the 1999 for this pack. So yeah. It's like, do you want, do you want to lock on your door? Well, that's going to be four bucks. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. So I, I don't, I hope it's not that bad, but I could see like it's going to be the situation where it's like you can either spend 10 hours play the game to get 5,000 coins or you can spend 50 bucks and get 5,000 coins. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I hope it doesn't turn into something that bad, but it's, and a lot of what this game feels like to me is it feels very generic in a way. Like I feel like they're just slapping stuff together like the spa, the gyms. You know what? Let's throw in your ranch. Because, yeah, who cares about the city as long as you have somewhere to escape and be safe and make it your own? But also, yeah. you got to get strong with the weight room and playing a little 2K action, you know? You drink some Gatorade, do some bench press, and now your 10 points of strength go up. Or, I don't know. And and it's hard to see where this game's going to go. And I think, partially, this is it. And the developers are also had... um 
a history of abandoning games. Um, I can't remember the specific name of the I'm blanking, but they made the game called Prop Night and they just abandoned that, which was a successful, yeah. like fun, goofy game. But this is a game that I don't, you can't just make and then quit. Like this is a game that you're going to have to keep putting content out and given how things are going, I don't think they'll be able to hold on long enough to give like fans like consecutive or like consistent content to hold on a, like a player base. Yeah. And I think this is probably a good, you know, this is probably a good iteration here is that I don't know if they're going to, based on their, their track record and what we've seen already, I don't know if they're going to even get a big enough fan base to give them a try. And it's like, we talked about this, this is an amazing idea. And I think the execution has just been done very, very poorly. And there's mm -hmm. so much bad stuff coming out about this game that I don't know if this game is going to have the fan base to even get it off the, like get the legs underneath it, that it needs. And this is a MMO survival game. Like it needs, <laughs> you, need, you people. need people, you need yeah. people to play this game. And I yeah, don't otherwise think that there's going to be a single player <laughs> option. Yeah. But. And I, I don't think that they're going to get these people. And it, just a couple of the things it's like, you know, people were throwing around how lazy this studio can be. Mm -hmm. And I do see it. I do see it in what we've seen so far released from this game. It's like they've taken, um, you know, if you look around at some of the cars and stuff like in the world, you've seen that they've, they've taken these cars directly from like, you know, digital, digital purchasing things. Like they bought, they bought a digital car for 40 bucks and they plopped yeah. it all throughout, you know, all, all throughout their gameplay, same car didn't change anything. It's like yeah. their title scene is clearly the last of us. Like they, yeah. they clearly just copied the last of us with their title scene. Mm -hmm. um, I even seen so much so where people were kind of comparing their one original trailer to the call of duty black ops trailer. And they were yep. going through like, frame by frame and yeah. showing exactly how it was the same and i'm just like wow okay like yeah i usually give people the benefit of a doubt but like that is a blatant ripoff so i don't know i think the idea is amazing and i want to be able to like give it some love but i don't know if i can i've played a game very similar to what this game is supposed to be like and i'm not supposed to say what game that is but yeah I played something like this and I honestly like I feel like that's like just given what I have played, it's the division heartland. I, I don't know if I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say much more than that. From what I have played though, is like I think that just what I've seen from the day before, division is doing it much better. Really? If that makes sense, yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, that's that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um and like like you said, there's negative things about this game, but there's also things that I think look really cool. Like the the gameplay, like the the mechanics of the guns, I think it's cool. And the customization of the guns is really neat. I think that's going to be a good like that's a that's a pro of this game. I think. Um, and we already went over the like gimmicky stuff, but one thing, kind of saying the lazy aspect, the setting of the the location is lazy to me. I mean, yeah. it's like the East Coast. How many games have done the East Coast? Like. That, like you can probably count 50 games that have been on the east coast like i i honestly could probably name 50 games that have been staged in the east coast like new york you know what i mean yeah and, and i, I think, think it needs that... to be like i'm over new york sorry i love new york i i work like i lived around there but like <laughs> can i please get like and like you look at gta who's in los angeles or like it's awesome like that it's one of the better like open world games because it's nobody does the west coast very often you know what i mean 
there's a lot of East Coast stuff, and yeah, um, yeah that's. Ugh. I, I don't want to say it's laziness again because I feel like we're just kind of leaning on this laziness yeah. crutch. But I mean, it's it's I am Legend. I mean, I am yeah. Legend took place in New York. Yeah. So it makes sense that they would make this game take place in New York. I'm surprised yeah. you don't have a dog companion. Yeah. 20 bucks for you get yourself a dog zombie companion. You get yourself a dog zombie companion for yeah. twenty dollars. Um, yeah, so I don't know. And the thing with the survivor, like the survival aspect of the game is like we talk about this all the time. There's a point in which you take it too far. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like this game took it too far. Like you're you're trying to get a crowd of people that are are really into like survival like zombie like shooter games and mm -hmm. you want to take them to the aspect of like okay this is a zombie shooter game but it's called like it would be a, a hodgepodge of a zombie shooter and like the sims it's like before yeah. you can listen before you can go shoot zombies your character has to go to the bathroom and you need to do <laughs> 12 minutes on the treadmill and yeah. your character is very hungry sir you need to eat a sandwich before you can go shoot zombies and it's like i don't know how good that's gonna do dude yeah i i kind of agree and that's i will say like those kinds of games so even daisy like all like making sure or even tarkov like they do this like you have to have like you have to worry about your weight. You have to worry about like drinking water. It's like I don't want to worry about drinking water in a game. Like if I'm nope. gonna drink water, it's gonna be on my desk and I'm sipping on my own water. Like I don't need to do that in a game. I know like people want that realism aspect of things, but not me. Like I hate that aspect of these kinds of games. I forget to drink water for my own body. I, yeah. I don't want to do it for a video game. Yeah, <laughs> you should, exactly. You should, if you want to do me a favor, you should put a little message up in the yeah. top corner. Like, yo, you've been playing for four hours. You should probably drink something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take a break. You know, like the Wii always says, do you need the rest? Like, that's what they need to start doing. Like, all right, your character doesn't need to drink water, but we're going to pause your game until you verify you've drinking water. Yeah, like uh, we don't care about your character. We're more concerned about you. It's you've uh, we, this character has not stopped moving in six yeah. hours, and we're pretty sure that you haven't drank anything. Like, yeah, that's exactly. what I that's what I need out of a survival yeah. MMO. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm skeptical, but also like I probably this would be a game that I'll wait till it goes on like a review, and then also um like on sale maybe. But who knows? Maybe I'll get it so I can review it for everybody and kind of hit the yay or nay for everybody but as of right I'm, now i'm not too sure a lot of people aren't too sure and i'm hoping that they can kind of turn it around for us because it it's such a cool concept and such a cool idea but i think other people are doing it and doing it better yeah uh, uh, this is going to be a game that i'm passing on i will i would love to check out an adam review on this one or even mm -hmm. an adam live uh on this one playing this out checking this out seeing what we could do with it um but just as a uh you know as as let's talk nerdy i think we we try to have your best interest in mind and i would say you should even if you are excited about this you should probably hold off and just mm -hmm. wait like a you know give it a month and make sure that this game doesn't go crashing down and you just lose all of your money like make sure it's actually going to stick around yeah, as a game I, before I you invest that's the in biggest it. thing you have to do with this game is just given how people or not how how the developers have already sold it to have hype and then they like lost the player base basically or like the fan base and the hype behind it and i think it's going to be one of those things that you got to make sure they're going to continue to like release content instead of a one and done kind of deal because that's 
that's what kind of kills this kind of game so yeah yeah if they don't keep up on it they, i mean they have to keep up on it and if they don't they're not going to keep up with with it if they don't get the player base and if they don't fix some things they won't get the player base and it's mm-hmm. just there's there's a lot of dominoes that all need to kind of fall in line to to make something like this work and i just um we, we i don't want to see you guys get screwed out of 40 bucks for a yeah. game that shuts that shuts down in three weeks so yeah maybe yeah. maybe just you know hold off for a second and yeah. make sure that in a month this is still actually a game exactly all yeah. right now to survive a zombie apocalypse you have to have certain things right let's let's do the fun part of talking yeah. about the zombie apocalypse game. yeah and that ladies and gentlemen is the zombie apocalypse draft like items draft like things you need to survive survive things, yeah yeah things yeah. that you things that you need to survive a zombie apocalypse draft flip it two phase or just i'm just pre-referencing or things that you would just like to have during a zombie yeah, yeah, apocalypse true, yeah. yeah okay okay <laughs> dang it yeah let's go all right, all right i'm going first weapon one. first so my first pick for the survival tools for the zombie apocalypse is a bow and arrow he's going bow and arrow and the reason being is because like ammo is harder to make like actual rounds for like a gun is harder to make than like a bow and arrow like you can oh, make that's... bow arrows of other things rather than you know what i mean you can use a stick and a rock that's incredibly intelligent, dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I never even thought. Wow, well mm-hmm. done, well done, well done. I I kind of thought you were gonna take bow and arrow just because yeah. you love bows and arrows, but you, you actually put some science behind it. I put and a I lot dig of it. science between yeah, all this stuff. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I obviously did not put any um science behind <laughs> mine because my number one pick is gonna be uh give me that shoddy there's no okay. better there's no better zombie mowing weapon than a shotgun you just yeah. you need that you need that extra oomph to push them back you know what i'm saying so i'm taking that i want All that right. I, 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 want I, that I put a lot of thought into mine so my next one is uh like portable oh, sorry my second pick is portable solar panels okay all right because there'll be tons there'll be tons of electric cars there'll be tons of that kind of things like stuff that will need electricity at some point and i thought solar panels i can instead of saying hey i just want something that's electric i want electric panels so i can take wherever there is something i need powered adam's gonna win this draft (laughs) y'all i'm surviving dave okay ladies and gentlemen with my second pick i will be taking a yacht and for the very simple reason of zombies can't swim. Oh, you better have a fishing pole in that <laughs> yacht. <laughs> better have a what? A fishing pole. Because how are you going to eat? I'll just dock it and like go get supplies and then and then go back. How are you going to have fuel out there? <laughs> just let me just let me have my yacht. <laughs> You're going to have the yacht. Well, my third pick is water purifier. <laughs> got to make sure i can drink water because those plants won't be running so i got to make sure you know adam did such a good job and i did so poorly (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen with my third overall pick i will be taking a tank because now i can park i can park my yacht and then get into the tank and then i'm good (laughs) 
That's so funny. Until the that tank makes too much noise and that your zombies are on top of you, wait until you come out and then you're screwed. It doesn't matter. I'll drive into a burning until you building. Run out of gas. <laughs> listen okay adam is gonna survive the zombie apocalypse i'm gonna have a lot of fun for like four days yeah you're gonna die in style (laughs) (laughs) all right my fourth pick to go along with my solar panels is an electric car that way i can get around a reinforced electric car my list is so stupid number four (laughs) i'm gonna take a suit of armors because then they can't bite me Hey, that's actually not a bad idea. But it, imagine me like getting it. out of my tank in a full yeah. suit of armor. Yeah, you'll be. I like it. I like it. All right, I, my final pick for this zombie apocalypse item draft is a machete because I will need a weapon to you know fast swing to like get through stuff. You know, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so gonna win this draft. Ladies and gentlemen, with my last pick, I will be taking night vision goggles. <laughs> I guess the they're not. For those. I guess I guess they're not really going to be helpful. But how sweet would it be to just get out of a tank in a full suit of armor with night vision goggles? <laughs> you're you're more prepared for like World War Two or World War Three rather than a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> okay. This is a lot but, like the ghost. This is a lot like the ghost draft, right? Yeah, yeah, all right. But I will say though, like we can combine forces and we'll be able to. We'll make an electric tank out of. Oh, with with your ingenuity and my frivolous spending, we are gonna mm-hmm. have the most the most exciting, productive time in the zombie apocalypse. Ever. I like it. I like <laughs> it. So that was our items for a zombie apocalypse. Let us know in the comments below, like what you would have for your zombie apocalypse items, and would you out survive Dave? Because I think anybody would at this point. Listen. I'm gonna look after this episode. I'm gonna look up how many, how how far you can travel on a full tank of gas and a yacht. And a tank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. That was a fun uh, one. I, on. I enjoyed that one. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right, our last game and topic of the night. It is called Always in Mind. I think we just I'm, pull the trailer up with this one. Yeah, let's go ahead and just pull the trailer up because this, this one, one is very seems like relaxing and fun um let me i mean that's the kind of vibe i got from it so let's pull it up right now yeah this is this is small studio game so guys if you're just listening yeah if you guys are just listening on the spotify um this is um i'm trying to figure out a great way to um to kind of explain this it's it's almost like adventure feel but very like calming and like just like just fun to look at it's kind of like remember we talked about Haunty. Yes, it's just yeah. very fun to look at. It looks very fun to play. Essentially, it's um, like a painting coming to life. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I like that, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's so. That's the style that it looks like. It looks like yeah. um almost like an illustration or a painting coming to life, yep. and it looks as though it's gonna be like a puzzle platformer. Um, mm-hmm. but like adam said a very relaxing one and i think yeah i i think people really do enjoy playing these games and i really like i really do enjoy playing these games that are much more just kind of like a very chill experience so i'm excited for this one it looks yeah, really that, really cool and it's funny so we were trying to find one last topic and it was funny right before we were going to do this episode last week and 
we're like this game just like announced it's just on like ign and i was like this game looks really cool and very relaxing kind of like we've been talking about art style is really cool um it's gonna be a narrative game and so what i read in it's gonna have a, like a feel good like atmosphere like makes you feel good as you play and essentially like the players must escape their own mind using like powers and things like that, living out family stories. And you're playing as Teddy, who is a boy who's 12, who's actually, he fell and then he's in a coma now. And what I think this, and, and you're going to like bond with this AI or something like that. And what I think this game is, so it's like trap in your mind. I think the idea is, is like this kid can still hear everything outside of him and he's hearing these stories that his families are talking to him like while he's in this coma and i think that's kind of where they're trying to go with it and like the out of the mind part is like you're trying to like wake yourself back up yeah i mean that's kind of the that's kind of the gist that i get to it yeah. um you talked a lot about the ai so there's um basically this thing is it's the way that they're interacting with that is you there's an ai implant that this kid mm-hmm. has and it, it's basically allowing him to know that he's in a coma and mm-hmm. he, he he this is basically his journey through his own mind to pull himself out of this coma mm-hmm. and i think that's very 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 cool um and the story is actually narrated and you might have to fact check this but but it's actually narrated by his mother who he never he's never met his mother before but for somehow his mother is narrating the story which yeah is very very interesting so i think the end of this game you're gonna get like a very feel good um you know kind of positive story and stuff like that and that's kind of that's kind of cool i mean sometimes you want to play stuff like that and if you what like what an incredible way to make a game that could have limitless possibilities Mm -hmm. like like literally limitless possibilities because you're trapped inside someone's mind it's 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 you're in imagination land you can make and that's why we're seeing like all of these weird things where you know the kid is you know jumping around on a house of cards or like um you know all this weird stuff that we saw in the game it's like you have so many possibilities that you could do and just make anything that you really want to in any situation that you want and like it's going to make sense because you're just in this kid's imagination. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and I, I think, think that's, that's super cool. It's such a, a really cool concept. And the way you kind of described it is like, and they can put it together in any way. Does that make sense? Like, just like oh, with yeah. the art style and things that just kind of flow in, it doesn't really necessarily have to have any rhyme or reason of what's going to happen next. It's just like you said, it's in the kid's mind. And I think the concept of that is really cool. And then I think at the end, like you get to the end and it's going to be that feel good. Oh, he's awake. And now he sees his mom for the first time or his family that he never thought he'd see again. I think that's really neat. Yeah. And a lot like you were saying is like, I do think this is a situation and this might be a spoiler alert, but I'm just kind of guessing, but um, it might be a situation, right? Where like exactly like you said, you said he's in this coma, but he can still hear. Right. And Mm -hmm. so the story is being narrated by his mother. Well, Maybe his mother is actually in the room telling him all of these stories. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's like, he's going to wake up. He's going to pull himself out of this coma. He's going to meet his mother for the first time who, you know, what, for whatever reason wasn't there, but found out that he was in a coma and had to come back and like, make sure that he was okay. And it's like, it's such a cool, like, it's such a feel good story and just such a cool way to kind of just like 
to display that uh, I'm, yeah. I'm excited for it yeah i'm super excited about this one this is like we said it's an indie game it seems like they don't have a date for it yet and it's on it's going to be it has a wish list page on steam and they're going to do a kickstarter for it so hopefully it's a game that will come into final development i, I mean it's on ign so i would expect it would at this point but it looks really cool i'm really excited for this kind of game it's and it's going to be an action adventure like platform puzzle based game and i think that's really neat like in this yeah. kind of situation and it's founded by inevitable studios which is um a studio created by cord smith who is formerly a square enix um okay so there there is it is a very small studio but it, it's run by a very reputable like, yeah. yeah very reputable name i mean cord smith has been with square enix and we we don't have to talk about Square Enix. I mean, nope. they're yeah. So this game, it is a small studio, but it is being it is being produced and run by somebody who knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do expect this to be a really great game. And like Adam talked about, I mean, you could throw any situation at this, and you're just yeah. like, that, sure, makes it sense. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, like the trailer opened up with the kid just kicking this glowing ball around the woods. It's like, yeah. why? Why is he doing that? I don't know. He's just in imagination land. You know? Why not? <laughs> Why, why not? not? Yeah, it's, yeah. Kicking a glowing ball, ball around the woods seems like fun. Like, why not? And that's what they're going for. And I like it. I'm really excited about this one. Let us know if you're excited about it because, yeah, we don't have a date for you, but it looks cool. We'll keep you updated uh, if we hear anything. Um, yeah, we'll definitely be keeping you updated. And if this does become a game, which I do think it is going to become an actual game that you can get, um, I will definitely, definitely, definitely be checking this one out because it is I right agree. up my alley. I agree. Yep, yep. Good episode, Great episode man. man. Dude, let's go. We're That's back. Awesome. We're, we're, we're back. Man. Thanks to you guys for sticking with us we're without back. our episode drought. But we're here. We're back better than ever. We're getting close to that mark of hitting our first level of like partner. But that's neither here or there. That will come with time. And you know, we just appreciate you guys being around and yeah. going through it with us without getting too sappy thank you guys very very much we are mm-hmm. actually um pretty close to 650 subscribers which if you would have told me that uh when we made episode one i would have been like i don't know but <laughs> it's uh yeah. it's actually actually incredible um so thank you guys so much for keeping the channel going um helping us grow sharing like and subscribing doing all the things um we really 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 appreciate it and um love you guys very very much adam what else you got for him yeah, I just think it, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna say my usual right off the bat, but I just think it's cool. Like Dave and I started this mostly because like we were trying to find stuff that we want to talk about together, and we're like, yeah, let's see where this goes. And like Dave said, I I didn't expect 650 subs in this quick or anything like that, but we're super happy. It is growing. We're glad that people like the content. And if there's anything that you guys want to start doing, let us know in the comments or social media or email us or whatever but with that said if you're not following us on all social media make sure to do so let's talk nerdy podcast and check out our website let's talk nerdy podcast.com yeah no love you guys very very much thank you thank you thank you for everything and we will see y'all on the next one peace out nerds i'm a turkey you have to keep that in